0: Three, two, one. We have ignition and liftoff. Hello, and welcome back to the Space News Pod. My name is Will. And did you know that India has shot a rocket at a satellite and destroyed it into millions of tiny pieces? Collision debris, space debris. And this could be a threat to the International Space Station. I'm going to tell you all about that in a moment. First, I want to welcome Hip to the uh, Patreon Club. He's a Cosmos crew member, and you can join up on Patreon as well. Patreon.com slash Space News Podcast. You'll get special insider stuff that's going on behind the scenes, and you'll also get sometimes I'll post some cool stuff about, you know, a new episode that's coming up before it actually comes out. So you might be able to get these episodes early, and might be able to get other cool rewards. So check some stuff out on Patreon.com/space news podcast. And now let's get into India's ASAT test, which created a ton, a ton of debris, and it's raised the risk for the International Space Station. That's according to NASA. So first of all, the ISS is in a constant threat. So there's all sorts of debris up in space from other satellites, from rockets. There's just stuff floating around in orbit. And the ISS has to be aware of that. Everyone that's in charge of the ISS, there's a whole team that takes care of this stuff. And now India's Mission Shakti. um, They destroyed a satellite. And there's a bunch of debris floating around because of it. And NASA isn't too happy. And the risk for the ISS now, due to possible collision with space debris, has gone up by 44% after the Indian anti-satellite test. Though he added that... um, both the ISS and the astronauts were safe at the moment, but that doesn't mean that they shouldn't be aware of what's going on up there in orbit. Bridenstine said, Here is what we know about the most recent direct ascent anti-satellite test done by India. We know that we have identified 400 pieces of orbital debris from that one event. That is what has been identified. Now, all of it cannot be tracked. What we are tracking right now Objects big enough to track, and we are talking about objects 10 centimeters or bigger. About 60 pieces have been tracked. They have got tracking numbers. Out of those 60, we know that 24 of them are going above the apogee of the ISS. That is a terrible, terrible thing, he said, and to create an event that creates debris that goes above the apogee of the ISS. And the apogee is the point in the parabolic path of a spacecraft, which is around the Earth, Uh, that is furthest from the Earth's surface. And the ISS has an apogee of about 408 kilometers, I believe, and a uh, perigee, which is its closest point to the Earth, of about 400 kilometers. And India said that its anti-satellite test had targeted a satellite that was orbiting at an altitude of about 300 kilometers from Earth's surface. So once it gets hit by this thing, once it gets destroyed, the pieces fly everywhere there's very little gravity up there. You know, there's there's nothing to stop it. So even though it's only at 300 kilometers, it goes in every direction. Bridenstine goes on to say we are learning more and more every hour that goes by about this orbital debris that has been created from this anti-satellite test. Where we were last week from an assessment that comes from NASA experts was that the risk to the ISS was increased by 44%. The risk, and I am talking about small debris impact to the ISS, risk went up 44% over a period of 10 days. So the Indian government at this point hasn't given any estimate of the number of pieces of space debris created by the hen, or whether it posed any threat to ISS or any other satellite in space. And it's kind of weird. Like the ISRO, they um, they say that they don't have the capabilities to track this stuff. So they depend on their international partners like NASA for information on the space debris from their launches and their operations. But what do you think that, well, if you're going to shoot a rocket into space and blow up a satellite, you should be aware of what happens to it afterwards. I mean, that's just normal accountability. If you don't have the ability to actually track this stuff afterwards and track the... um, you know, the, the debris flying around and the possible cause of destruction for other satellites and other um, space stations, things like that. Well, maybe you shouldn't be launching rockets. I mean, that's just one of those things that it seems like you're not accountable for the things that happen to you. And maybe you should put forth the effort and uh, put forth the time to make those uh, capabilities available to your team before you actually launch a rocket and destroy a satellite. Seems kind of weird, but at least NASA knows what's going on, so they can protect the space station astronauts. Now, an official source in the Defense Research and Development Organization, the DRDO, said it was unlikely that the debris from the test could pose any real threat to the ISS or any other satellite. It goes on to say, "...our theoretical studies have shown that the debris that was likely to result from the test would not pose any threat." any existing space infrastructure. If you listen to the comments of the NASA Administrator carefully, he too acknowledges that fact that the debris from the Indian satellite will dissipate very soon. That is what we also expect. We expect all the debris from the test to either decay or fall down to Earth's atmosphere within a maximum period of 45 days, and the bigger pieces should start decaying much earlier. We don't think there is any real threat of collisions from these pieces. Now, granted, the ISS was very far away when this happened. So at the time of the ASAT interception, it was, uh, it was going around the Earth in its own orbit and was located over the North Atlantic Ocean, north of French Guyana in South America. And this mission, the uh, satellite interception mission, was uh, over the Bay of Bengal off the Odisha coast. So when it's all said and done, It seems like we're going to be okay. The ISS is going to be all right. And more importantly, the astronauts' lives on the ISS are going to be okay. Those people that are living and working in space, they're not going to have to really worry about this after about two months because all the debris is going to get into the atmosphere, burn up, and it'll be gone forever. So Bridenstine agrees with this. And he said, while the risk went up 44%, our astronauts are still safe. The ISS is still safe. If we need to maneuver it, we will. But probability of that, I think, is low. But at the end of the day, we have to clear also that these activities are not sustainable or compatible with the human spaceflight. And Bridenstine says that they're charged with commercializing low Earth orbit. They're charged with enabling more activities in space than we have ever seen before and for the purposes of benefiting the human condition. And all of those activities are placed at risk when this kind of event happens. And when one country doesn't, it seems like other countries will follow and they think that it's acceptable. And well, it's not acceptable, NASA doesn't like this and the United States government doesn't like this because it puts people at risk. So uh, I'm kind of torn. I think it's a sometimes it's a better defense to knock out something that's going to hurt people like the satellite test. Um, so there's there's a good it's a deterrent. You know what i'm saying so i'm torn between that and the livelihoods of our nasa and uh, cooperating countries astronauts on the iss they should at least do it safe you know this is a test and there's a ton of debris coming from it find a better way to do it you have amazing engineers out there there's got to be a better better way to destroy a satellite than launching a rocket at it and destroying it into a zillion little pieces that could potentially harm a other satellites and b human beings lives who have families down here on earth so on that note what a happy podcast <laughs> no it's it's one of those things you just have to talk about sometimes i mean there's some space news and sometimes it's good sometimes it's bad so sometimes we have these weird things that happen like uh somebody blowing up a satellite and blowing it into a million bits and it's my job it's my responsibility to tell you guys those things But I want to say thank you for taking the time out of your day to spend it here with me on the Space News Pod. Thank you to everybody who's followed the pod. Thank you to everybody who subscribed to the channel. Thank you to everybody on Patreon. Thanks, Hip, for the the new Patreon patron. Welcome aboard. And also, uh, this has been the Space News Pod. My name is Will, and I will see you soon.